Hello and welcome to the Limitless Landscapers podcast. I'm Charlotte. And I'm Paula. And today we're talking about the busy period, how it's been really busy, and making sure that you're actually taking care of yourself. Because if you take care of yourself, you take care of your business. As the co-founders of the Landscaper Circle, we help you get more money, time and freedom to become limitless through our experiences as fellow landscapers and our tried and tested methods. If you want help with your marketing, managing or growing your business, you've definitely come to the right place. If you're a landscaper, garden designer or supplier to the industry, then hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Now, let's get back to the show. We all know the importance of self-care. However, we can often get into what Heidi calls and now we call a tunnel where if I just keep going, if I just keep pushing, if I just keep going, then I will get to this magical place where everything's going to be better and I won't have so much work. Obviously, the COVID boom is at present still around. Inquiries are up and it's, it's hard for people to take care of themselves, I think. Yeah, it's hard to take care of yourselves and then obviously if you're pushing yourself too hard then it does negatively impact your business. However much you think you're pushing on, you're struggling through, it does negatively impact because you can be really unfocused and really quite unproductive when you're in the business or maybe you're just not focusing on the right areas of the business. So self-care is quite critical to keep you in that space. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, what what self-care do you practice, Sean? And numerous things, but I also want to say as well, even if you think, yeah, but it's just me, it will affect your team as well. If you're snappy, if you're moody, then it's just going to affect, it's going to affect your team and it's going to have a negative effect, not just on you. So even if you can't prioritise it for yourself, you struggle with that, think about how your business and your team and prioritise it because of that reason. Um, I practice numerous amounts of self-care. It's something that I definitely struggle with, I know. Um, but I think there's numerous things you can do in the business as well as outside of the business. So outside of the business, I mean, I love skincare, I love all things kind of indulgent face masks, that sort of thing. I also love listening. So for me, self-care doesn't have to be just about beauty, but I really love just listening to music and taking that time just to watch my favourite TV shows. It's the things that we often then go, oh no, I need to do work, I need to do work and then just drop. Yeah. It's sometimes just like the normal things in life. So for me, it's going to the gym. Um, I go there every day at six. So it's done and dusted. And for me, that's a non-negotiable. But it's also a very important part of my self-care. Because if I don't go to the gym, then I'm just angry that I haven't been to the gym or I'm thinking about when I can go to the gym. And ultimately, for my mental health, it's like the best thing I can do. Um also sort of I try and stop work when the kids finish school because part of my self-care is I need to be a present mum for the children and as one of our members quite rightly said sometimes you are meant to be what was it a mum there's an expectation of being able to like run the business as if you don't have children yeah but be a, a parent as if you don't have a job yeah and it's so true, so kind of trying to keep work compartmentalised almost um, and give the children their time is something that I'm still working on but I think it will help going forward because then I don't feel like a really rubbish parent um, and that I'm working all the time and not giving them uh, attention but also it means that you have to stop work because you've got to go and get the kids and you've got to spend that time with them so that's sort of two parts of my self-care really. 
And I think you used a key word there, which is compartmentalizing, because I talk about theming days in the business and stuff like that, and that can also really be part of self-care for me. It also comes down to creating a work structure that you like. Yeah. Um, so for me, I have certain days where I have TLC, certain days where I have done for you days. And yes, I will still be responding to emails and doing all the usual admin on those days, but for the majority, I'll be focusing on those specific areas. So whether it's creating a website for someone or it's... And that compartmentalizing yeah. can really help. So even if you guys set yourself structures of, as you say, finishing work at a certain time or certain days you're going to do these certain tasks can really help your mental health because you are caring for how you work best and how, yeah, your mental side of things. And that can really, like impact the business positively because I've spoken to a number of members lately who are struggling to work on the business rather than in the business because we are so busy plus we've had the weather which has hindered quite a lot of us um, progressing some projects on um, and they just really wanted to book in time that they could work on the business so they're not forgetting that they've still got to do the marketing they've still got to work on themselves develop themselves develop the business um, instead of thinking, well, we're too busy, we just need to crack on with the jobs in front of us. So um, doing that is part of, you know, making sure you're getting that time because it's no point putting it off because all you'll do is get quite frustrated, the business won't move far enough along or in the right direction, um, and you just become quite angry with the business that you don't have time to do the stuff that you want to do, which is work on it to grow it or develop it in, in whatever way you want. Yeah, I think it also really helps your team as well. So now that Mia knows that I have certain days doing certain things, she knows when to come to me for things and ask for things. Rather than, you know, if you have a team and someone's asking you for something, but they, they get frustrated because you don't reply to them for two days or, you know, it's last minute or you, they can't ever seem to get your attention for what they need approval of or they have questions to ask. If they know that they have set days where they can just pick your brains that being present with them will help them and help them do their job better. Yeah, and I think another part of critical self-care which come, made me think of this when you were saying that was the fact that we generally have this um, th feeling that we should be available 24-7 mm. to clients, to staff, to everybody. And I think that's wrong. And we were discussing this, um, I think it was on a group coaching call, where should you have a separate business for personal and business, and should your business one go off? Mobile. Mobile, yeah, <laughs> not the actual handset, but yeah, a mobile phone for business and a mobile phone for personal, because ultimately, if you have one for everything, and I do, um, it's never off. Mm. And I actually phoned a brickie yesterday who um, I had to ask him something, and he switches his phone off at six, so you can't get hold of him. And I was like, that's great self-care right there because he knows that he's not switched it back on till six o'clock the next day. Yeah. So I think that's a great, and I think we should all think more about doing stuff like that for our self-care and our, our mental health, really. It's stuff that if you work for a big organisation, it's kind of implemented anyway. Yeah. But because you're your own business, you don't have anyone telling you that it's okay to buy a second phone. And it doesn't have to be an expensive iPhone. It can be... It could be it, a Nokia 3210 hanging yeah. <laughs> It can be just a cheap phone. All you need is calls and texts on it. And if you really wanted to, you could have a newer phone so you can have emails on it. But at the end of the day, having that... I know when I used to have two phones, having that separate phone makes all the world of difference because it's setting those boundaries I think one of the key things that often people don't really associate with self-care but it is boundaries I know Paula and I've been speaking to Heidi a lot about 
we need boundaries in our lives when it comes to work, when it comes to relationships to really take care of ourselves. Yeah, and it's like work-life balance and, and putting those boundaries in is a critical part of self-care because mm. you do need a work-life balance. Um, and all too often I see landscapers going down the route of not having any life. It's just work, work, work. Mm. And I've got to finish this job, so we're going to work weekends. And you're working late and you're starting early. And it's a physically demanding job. Um, and then if you are working for yourself and you're on your own, one man band, maybe you've got a small team around you, but you're currently responsible for everything, then you're also then coming home and having to do the quotes and sourcing the materials and everything like that and dealing with the staff problems that generally happen every day on site. Um, maybe not if you're very lucky, but it's kind of those sorts of things. So you need to really implement a good work-life balance and try and implement those boundaries now because... Otherwise, it can just be a slippery slope to um, basically breaking down or burn out, out, yeah. Burnout, yeah. And I think often when I've spoken to members and non-members recently, it's been I don't have time to implement anything new. I don't have time to implement yeah. the processes that will make the changes. But if if you know you're finding that clients are messaging you, texting you, calling you at all different hours, how long really does it take to get a phone? Like, you can order it online, it can come, you can set it up, um, and it costs maybe, you know, some plants £10 a month, so yeah. it's not expensive. Just setting that and sticking to having a work phone and a personal phone will make the world of difference. I think, it, I, I think that will. I also think trying to implement anything during the day that you know is going to help you, so if that's having a walk at lunchtime, trying to have a walk, or if it's... Um, listening to podcasts or if it's listening to music trying to set up an environment that actually makes you more motivated I find people's motivation kind of an inspiration goes at this time of year because they are so busy and it also means that you're going to be more productive and ultimately you're going to come away happier also goes without saying when you get home what sort of stuff are you doing at home are you sitting there watching trashy tv if that's something that you love that's fine or are you you know reading books are you going out at you know for food and drinks with your family all of these things need to be like considered important so stop putting work before mm. what you consider fun or a release or any of that because we all need to like just let it all go just chill out a bit more otherwise it, it yeah you can get really bogged down and that's when the mental health reduces and you're not getting you know what you need you're not feeling happy in your business and you're not progressing in your business and a, and a lot of it as well is getting stuff out of your head often we go oh, I must remember that I must do that I must do this and it's in your head which is clogging your brain up really and you're trying to think and you're probably going oh I keep forgetting things taking just the five minutes that maybe you would have been scrolling on social media or you would have been doing xyz just to write everything down and plan your next day. Now, there's no right way to do this. Some people might like to do that Friday afternoon. Some people might like to do that Monday morning. I know some people do it on a Sunday afternoon. That's just how they work best. But trying to find that time, whenever we work for you, to plan it so that you walk away from work not feeling completely overwhelmed and like, I've got to remember that tomorrow, I've got to do this tomorrow, does make a world of difference when you go and try and enjoy your evening. Oh, absolutely. And we do have lovely planners developed for landscapers and garden designers that can help with that very thing particularly if you're like me and love pen and paper 
I'm not a huge fan of everything being computerised, although Charlotte's dragging me into that world more and more. <laughs> um, but it can just really help if you plan your day the night before in the morning. I like to set intentions every morning on, okay, what do I want to get done this week? Like big actions that are going to impact my business. Um, but also on the same, well, on the same kind of theme is the fact don't set yourself too high on expectations. So mm -hmm. don't say I'm going to do 25 things that, absolutely no way will you do that because you've still got to have your you know your lunch you've got to go, go and collect the kids you've got to do you know a dog walk you've got to phone 100 customers or whatever but ultimately it's kind of setting expectations that are realistic and achievable as mm. well as one of those actions being a small step towards your future self and your future business. Yeah, we call them focused actions and we write them down. Um, we have them on those planners as well as times for appointments because it may be that your one focused action is updating your Instagram bio or your one focused action is putting that job ad up or it's something that is going to, it's not your day-to-day tasks, it's yeah. something that you're working on the business rather than in the business. And that as well will, again, help with that overwhelm, with that feeling like you're getting nowhere because you are still making progress, even if it's small day by day. Because often the stress and the the lack of self-care comes in because you don't feel good enough because you're not getting enough done. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you're feeling like that, if you're feeling not good enough, low self-worth, watch our last podcast which is all about imposter syndrome and, and, and basically goes through that topic. Um, there is a good thing as well about if you're looking at your goals as well when you're working on your planning um, because obviously your focused actions should be around achieving those goals whether that's a goal for three months, six months or the end of the year. You should always have it in mind so it's always a good idea to refresh your memory what goals you've written down at the beginning of the year um, or if you haven't set anything yet start setting setting yourself some small goals to achieve like in three months six months 12 months time um, and then you can really look at your actions when you're coming to plan your day and like we said it's not like half an hour task it's five minutes it's, yeah it's not a long time and I think also just changing your medium sometimes really helps because as Paula said she's very paper and pen I'm very digital however I was really struggling to come up with content ideas the other day and I decided to write on a whiteboard and that's not my normal style but switching it out often helps because you're not looking at the same screen or you're not looking at the same piece of paper um, and it has that blank canvas which sometimes can be intimidating but for me it really helped and maybe looking at resources so if you're a TLC member you have TLC topics to refer to even if you've watched it before or you know I am very versed in how to come up with social content ideas but I was looking at um, someone's social post who's a social media coach and she laid it out in a slightly different way with pillars and that for me was like oh interesting I'll try that and it generated some different ideas that weren't necessarily not in my mind but it was a different way of bringing them out yeah I absolutely agree wholeheartedly because sometimes although I am a paper and pen sort of person I can feel like my paper gets scrappy I just want to rip it up it annoys me so I have started using Dropbox paper and um, putting documents in there because I feel like then I can Put it in their park it away and, and access it when I need to. Um, so yeah, changing your media. Something I also used to do, which Charlotte used to find hilarious, is if I couldn't write a blog, so I, like I had a brain blank, I used to change the font to Comic Sans. 
hand. I've read a tip that this works, like if you've got writer's block or you can't think of something, it will help you write. And seriously, every time I did it, it worked. Charlotte was like, I just, I can't compute this. It doesn't I was like, work, yeah. It does not work. It did. It did for me. So kind of anything like that that maybe gets you over whatever obstacles in your way, try something different. Um, like Charlotte said, there's so many resources in the, in the TLC members area as well as uh, on the podcast that we've recorded before. So, yeah, go... Find your alternative source of bringing Yeah, because sometimes, you know, I always talk about write your captions first and do your images, for example, with social media. Sometimes when I'm absolutely struggling for content ideas and I'm not this endless fountain of ideas, you know, you do have, if you've been working on your own social media for your business for a year, years or you know however long a decade you do have those points where you're like I have nothing left to to give (laughs) I've got nothing to say nothing of value what can I possibly talk about so I look at people outside the industry and like I've shared some ideas for TLC social media with Paula of people that are completely like not related it's a personal account or they're a creator and just something from that video has sparked something and it may be image focused first or video focused first but there's a point to it and there's some value in it so sometimes just switching up how you do things can make a really big impact and it's it may not seem like self-care but it really is because it's caring for yourself and catering towards you know if you're not feeling that productive how can you change it up yeah and at the end of the day self-care can come in all forms it Mm. can come from you know doing something you really love and enjoy it can be just going and meditating if that's your thing it can be you know just journaling stuff out or it can be planning your day it can be thinking of creative ways of generating new content it can be anything that makes your life easier and more bearable because we know that life is a roller coaster. It isn't just a, a lovely journey in a car with the roof down, you know, <laughs> loving life with the tunes on. It is a roller coaster of ups and downs, and whatever gets you through and whatever can help you is a form of self care. Mm-hmm. So I really strongly urge you to think about what you're doing now, what you're what you could be doing that will make your life easier, more enjoyable, because that's the key. If you're happy your business is happier, your staff are happier. So I think that's the aim, really, for all of us, to get to a a state of happy. Yeah, and I think as well, don't give yourself the freedom to make your routine how you would like it, because I think often we look at these big business owners or these big celebrities and like Paula says she gets up in the, and does gym at six in the morning and you know there's the 5am club for me that is never going to happen <laughs> I am not a 5am a 6am person I'm a 7.30 that's my uh, ideal wake up time so I know I've fallen into the trap before of going oh why can't I just do that like yeah. why can't I get up that early but realistically I'm more of a night owl I'm not, you know, I'm a very good morning. I get up if I have to, but 7.30 is kind of my ideal wake-up time when my body clock naturally wakes up. And yes, you've got commitments and places to be, but give yourself the freedom to curate how you style your weeks. Yeah, start dreaming. Start dreaming big. What would your dream life be? Mm. Like, just start there. What would you actually really want out of life? How does your life look? How does the business look? Who's in your business? What staff do you have? And I don't mean their names and who they are, but... You know, how many people do you have working for you? What roles are they in? How does this dream life, what does it mean for you? Does it mean freedom? Does it mean time? Does it mean more money? Mm. Does it mean travel? You know, all of these things. Just start dreaming. Um, I think that's the best way to start. Yeah, because if you have that goal, yes, you may not be able to have your dream work week, you know, overnight. Yeah. 
but you know the steps you need to take to get towards that. So if you're on the tools currently and your dream life is you not on the tools, well, you need to look at staff and all and, of that sort of stuff. And this really does help with mindset. I know with my husband, he's going through a period now where he wants to make big changes in the business. Now, it's taken me years to try and get him to this point. Um, I've always had it in my mind, but it's taken a few more years for him to get to this point. And now he's really motivated but I couldn't force that upon him. So mm. it's kind of allowing people to, you know, change their mindset around things to enable you to move forward. Um, and it does come down to that, what do you actually want out of life? Because if you're in your 50s and you're still on the tools and that's not what you envisaged, then now is the time to start planning for change and start developing processes, um, start looking for staff, start looking at marketing. Like if, if you need more work to bring on the staff, then you need to look at your marketing, etc. Et it's all a big, real circle that all intertwines. It, it's just, you know, start with where you want to be and work from there. And I know it's not going to be overnight. I don't think Mike will be over the t off the tools overnight. However, now we actually have a bit of a strategy to get there instead of me just saying, can't do this for the rest of your life. You're mm. going to be knackered. Yeah, and even if, you know, that dream work week is a while away, think about little things you could do now, like taking those five minutes or you know, going to the gym or things that you could do now um, to kind of help sustain that self-care and keep you going. Yeah, and one thing I do want to mention is don't put obstacles in your way because I see this so, so many times. People say, I'd love this, but mm. I can't because... Well, actually, I don't believe the word can't exist. I really don't. I don't believe in anything's impossible the very word says i'm possible thank you audrey hepburn for that i think it's it's thinking outside of the box it's just allowing your mind to see the possibilities in life and in, don't think well i can't do that because well there's always solutions there's always work work around you may just not have thought of the solution yet and it will come to you the more you start dreaming the more you start seeing your dream life pan out, the more the solutions to get there will come naturally. Mm. So don't force it. Don't think, oh, it's got to be done now. It's got to be done in three months. You know, this is a work in progress. Definitely. Well, thank you all for joining us on the latest episode of the Limitless Landscapers podcast. Um, we'll link the planners in the show notes. And if you have any questions, as always, just reach out. Yeah, I'll speak to you soon.